This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. On a Friday, we'll get to our picks, our plays for the preseason week number two. Some MLB coming up. But right now, we're joined by our buddy Joe Osborne, sports betting analyst for Vegas Insider. He's joining us on the Roman Guest Line. And a new show Joe's got uh, coming up starting on Monday, Chasing That Paper. Joe, welcome back to the show. And before we get into anything here, tell us about the show and, and when it debuts and, uh, and what it's going to be. Yeah, Chasing That Paper debuts this Monday. We're going to be on at 11 Eastern every day, Monday through Friday on YouTube. And the replay will also be available in podcast format. It's what I'm describing as a to-the-point sports enter- sports betting entertainment program. So each show will be front-loaded with our favorite bets for the day. Um, some shows might be 15 minutes if it's a slow day. If it's a busy day, they might be 30 minutes long. So we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be me and a few other people from the sports betting content space. And uh, you can check it out on the Vegas Insider YouTube page. Joe, I saw the other week that you got out to Vegas, signed up for the contest, and uh, it was Suns Out, Guns Out. Uh, looking good, man. How was the trip? There we go. Bring it here, guys. You know, you, you're getting up there. I'm in my, my late 30s, so you, you got to get out. And you want to be comfortable in the sun. People gave me a hard time about wearing a sleeveless shirt. What do you want me out there wearing a turtleneck, guys, in the middle of the summer in Las Vegas? Come on now. So, uh, yeah, people. Uh, some people were being complimentary about that. I, I don't know if they were being sarcastic. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun in Vegas. I was out to the Circus Sportsbook for the first time. Uh, ever because I haven't been out to Vegas since uh, prior to the pandemic. So yeah, it was cool to get out, and I'm pumped to uh, compete in in the Circa once again. I competed in it uh, the first year they had it, so uh, that should be a lot of fun. Go ahead, Aaron. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to follow up with something. All right. So tell us about the Yankees, man. They are on a free fall right now. Jays, Yankees, any plays or angles that you like for tonight or this weekend? Yeah, it's kind of funny. The uh, the Yankees, they usually wait to the playoffs until they start playing awful, awful right? But uh, <laughs> that's not the case. They've been one of the worst teams in baseball over the past couple of weeks, straight up. And you know, I'll play the Blue Jays at minus 105 in this game. You take a look at the starting pitching matchup. Kevin Gosman, probably the Jays' best starter this season. He's coming off a bad game, but he does tend to bounce back after a bad start. Now, Tyon on the mound for the Yankees, and he's put up some pretty good numbers against the Blue Jays this season. So 
Maybe you could argue that starting pitching is a bit of a wash in this one, but I give the Jays the definite hitting and bullpen advantage. I think the Yankees' bullpen is in a lot of trouble. I think uh, Aroldis Chapman, this guy might be completely washed up. Do you trust this guy in the playoffs? Absolutely not. And uh, the Blue Jays heating up at the plate. Uh, we saw them put up, I think it was nine runs yesterday. They had a good performance against the Orioles prior to that. So it might be the right time to get on the Blue Jays here at uh, minus 105. Um, Joe, you mentioned the Yankees kind of falling apart here. Do, do you think there's a chance they blow this division? But we've been out, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now. I mean, th- that lead has gone from, you know, 14, 15 range down to like 9, 10 range. It's not out of the question. There's still enough time. It, it, my only thing is I'm not sure which team is the team to do it, right? Probably Toronto, but they all play each other. So many division games. Do you think the Yankees could actually blow the division? No, I don't, as much as I like to make fun of the Yankees. But they got a nice cushion here, and there hasn't been enough consistency from the other teams within the division. Now, I don't know about the Yankees pitching. I think the hitting will come back. Stanton will be back at some point. And, uh, but, yeah, they, they got a nice cushion here. And the Blue Jays, they haven't been so great the past couple of weeks themselves. They might be starting to break out of it right now. But, yeah, too much of a cushion there for the Yankees. They built themselves a nice lead in the first half. I uh, I wish the FCC would allow us to say what you call the Chicago White Sox because they seem like they've been the most frustrating uh, team for you to bet on. And believe me, here in Chicago, they've been very frustrating. I mean, look at earlier this week. They sweep over the weekend. They take two games, including beating Justin Verlander, right? So they go up 2-0 on the Houston Astros. I'm like, oh, wow. It's not just about being in a bad division. This is uh, what we were finally waiting for. And then they end up splitting. Then they lose the next two, and then they end up splitting to the Astros. Um, they're the second favorite. It. Do you buy into any of these teams? Do you have a pick between Cleveland, Chicago, Minnesota, or are you just kind of ignoring what's happening there? It's a terrible division, and the representative of that division is going to be one and done in the playoffs. I probably like Cleveland the best. You you know what happens when the Minnesota Twins get into the playoffs, right? They fold like a cheap suit. And I I don't – the White Sox just aren't living up to it. The White Sox are that team, like, you can handicap one of their games and every single thing will be pointing to them. They have the starting pitching, bullpen advantage, the hitting advantage. They're on their home field, and they come out and lose 6-2. You know, you see that happen all the time. That's why I put the Chicago White Sox on my do-not-bet list. But probably the Guardians would be the team I would pick out of that group, but I I really don't like any of them. Let's talk about the Dolphins. Mike McDaniel just said that Tua's got the most catchable ball he's ever seen. I know you're a Dolphins fan. Um, Has he said, is he going to play in the second uh, preseason game? And just big picture, what are you expecting from the Dolphins? Well, they're starting, it's starting to be – I'm a Dolphins fan, you guys know. They're laying it on a little bit thick here, and it's becoming a bit too intentional. Tyreek Hill saying, oh, Tua can do anything. Mahomes, like, come on now. Yeah. Um, now, I, I think Tua is fits into the category of a lot of young quarterbacks who come into the league is they've been set up to fail. Now, that hasn't been the case – that isn't the case going into this season. They built up the offensive line a bit. They brought in Tyreek Hill. They brought in an offensive-minded head coach, and they're gonna they're catering to his skill set, right? So I think best case scenario for the Dolphins 
would be squeaking into the playoffs. You know, they've been right on the doorstep of a playoff berth the past two seasons. They finished over 500 uh, each of the past two seasons, but haven't been able to get into the playoffs. We all know that the AFC is pretty tough, but the Dolphins don't have the most difficult schedule. You know, those teams in the AFC West might cannibalize each other a little bit. So absolute best case scenario for the Dolphins is getting into the playoffs. But if the wheels fall off, that's not good. They don't have their first round draft pick, which, you know, they were kind of depending on. I know they have San Francisco's, but yeah, they need a lot to go their way. So I'm really hoping Mike McDaniel's kind of, or McDaniel fits the mold of like a Sean McVay type of guy. You know, we're seeing a lot of young offensive minded head coaches have success in the NFL. So I'm hoping he will fall into that mold here because Miami needs, and here's the thing with the Dolphins, guys. They have a fantastic offseason, like two out of every three years, and they don't live up to it. So, you know, you can see the red flags. I I don't feel like there's a great history of a a trash-talking, big-mouth wide receiver changing teams and getting paid a lot of money. So, you know, we'll see what Tyreek Hill brings to the team. But, yeah, I'm a little worried, but still a little optimistic about my team. Joe Osborne, Vegas Insider, joining us here. All right, you've been giving out, you know, team-by-team bets for your NFL previews here. Give us a couple of your favorites. We're less than three weeks away now, Joe. Yesterday was three weeks from the opener, Bills and Rams, so we're getting close now. Give us a couple of your favorites uh, when you dove into these. Yeah, I like the Chicago Bears to be the lowest-scoring team in the league. You can get that at plus 600 right now. They're coming off a season 27th in both scoring and yards per play, and I think they might be even worse this season uh and like i said about Tua, like young quarterbacks being set up to fail this team is totally setting justin fields <laughs> up to fail you look pro football focus mm-hmm. puts out their ranking of all these units the bears they rank them 31st in terms of their offensive line and dead last for their wide receiver so second year qb to do this do you think he's gonna in that situation if he'll, he's still a pretty big question mark himself so I think it's going to be almost impossible for him to get better in that situation. No star power on that team whatsoever. So, yeah, I like the Bears to be the lowest scoring team, plus 600. And I like playing these alternate team totals, and I like the Steelers to go under six wins at plus 225. I think they're going to be absolutely awful this season. Uh, They really got lucky last season. Nine and seven got into the playoffs despite a minus 55 point differential. That quarterback situation is a disaster. Not that it was great last season with Ben Roethlisberger, but you know, you hear people talking up uh, Mitch Trubisky. People have a pretty short memory with Mitch Trubisky all of a sudden playing behind an awful offensive line. And that defense, guys, is wildly overrated. They were dead last in yards allowed per rush last season. They allowed 26.6 points over their last eight games. So I like the Steelers to go under six plus 225. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Yeah, you, you don't play football for a year on Mitch, and then people suddenly forget how awful you were at the, the end of the run in Chicago. Uh, what about week one? You're signed up for the contest, so I, I'm sure you've got some ideas of teams that uh, you're taking a look at. Uh, we were going over the other day, the, the number of teaser options is just glorious for week one if they stay at these current numbers. Right. And and the season opener, you can start there if you have a thought there. Like This line keeps moving, and it seems like it's – on Stafford speculation because the Bills are two-and-a-half-point road favorites to start things off at the Rams. Yeah, I would lean towards the Rams in that game as, as a home underdog. You know, we know the trend that tends to carry over from year to year to the Super Bowl winner when they're hosting that game. They tend to cover the spread, so that carries a little bit of weight. But ultimately, you look at what the Bills did last season against other good teams, and they weren't that good. I think they went two and four in those games. Now, a lot of those losses were still pretty close, but maybe a little bit of a pattern there. But mainly what I've looked at so far for week one is the teaser options, and they are absolutely glorious. A lot of people know me as a big teaser better. You get the Ravens down to minus one at the Jets. Uh, the Ravens maybe left a bad final impression on people last year. They kind of, the wheels fell off mainly due to injuries down the stretch, but I think they're going to come out flying in that game. That's a team that often gets off to strong starts. I love the Bengals down to minus half a point versus the Steelers, who I just talked about. A couple good underdog spots here for teasers too. You can get the Raiders up to plus nine and a half versus the Chargers. Those teams typically playing close games. I don't mind the Vikings to plus seven and a half. Versus the Packers, who I think will regress this season. And I kind of like the Patriots plus eight and a half versus my Miami Dolphins. Those teams typically play in a lot of close games. I think Miami can win it, maybe by a field goal. But then a few, you know, which one of these is going to blow it up? Colts down to minus two versus the Houston Texans. Or yeah. possibly the 49ers down to minus half a point in Chicago. Trey Lance making his first start. So those ones uh -oh. I might stay away from, but... If I'm doing a teaser, it's definitely Bengals and uh, Ravens there for week one. I love it. I put the Ravens in a teaser as well this week. Let's get to UFC 278 this weekend. What plays do you like when it comes to UFC? So, yeah, you got to try to find a little bit of value with this main event. Uh, Camaro Usman minus 385 taking on Leon Edwards plus 280. I haven't heard anyone pick. Leon Edwards, I'm not going to pick him either. Usman is considered the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world for a reason. He still hasn't lost yet in the UFC. He's extremely well-rounded. And uh, this is a rematch from 2015. Usman easily won that fight. Both are much different fighters now, to be fair. But the way I'm finding some value on this one, I'm going to take Usman to win by KO slash TKO plus... Titanic red flag with Leon Edwards in his most recent fight versus Nate Diaz, who's not known for his power. Edwards got absolutely rocked in the fifth round of that fight. So if Nate Diaz can do that to him, what's going to happen if Usman connects with his chins here over the course of five rounds uh, on Saturday? So, yeah, I like Usman in that one. And uh, another small plus money play, Jose Aldo as an even money underdog. And his fight, although tends to only lose to the best of the best, prime Conor McGregor, Max Holloway, Volkanovski, Piotr Jan. So, yeah, I'll take Jose Aldo in that fight. 
Great stuff, Joe. One more time, 11 a.m. starting on Monday. That's the start of the show, right, YouTube? Starting on Monday, yeah. Check out the Vegas Insider YouTube page. You'll find it there every day, and the podcast form will be available after the show as well. Great stuff, Joe. Good luck with the show. We'll be watching. We appreciate hopping on. There was Joe Osborne on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. We got a lot to talk about the rest of the show. We have NFL preseason week two, our favorite plays for tonight, this weekend. And we got to get to a baseball card for a Friday coming up. And we're also going to dive into who's going to be the last undefeated team in the NFL this year. The odds on that, our thoughts on the schedule, all coming up. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network.